we just wanted to talk to you today first thing about some wonderful things that are coming up. It's that time of year again. And uh, we were just at a wonderful missions conference in Ohio with wonderful pastor friend Ken and Angel Harbaum. And um, it just really got us prepared and ready, Terry, as we face the end of the year to talk about Jackie Mize International Children's oh, Foundation. And we love that conference. Around We're there the every year. It's just such a <laughs> tremendous conference of yes. world missions. But, yes. uh, but you know, uh, all my life, 55 years now of missions, uh, every country I've ever gone to, people have taken me to see orphanages. Right. And I've seen good ones, bad ones, in between ones. I've seen, well, everything. And, and I've always helped them. I've always tried right. to help and tried to exactly. bless and so on and so forth. Yes. And a number of years ago, maybe about 15, maybe 17 now, mm-hmm. uh, it began to be harder for me to get in as a minister right. to help some of these disaster areas, like if they had a, a tsunami, a hurricane, a, a flood, an earthquake, a right. famine, and something like that. And I'd try to go in to help like I always had, and then say, well, we don't need ministers here. So Jackie and I decided we'd create another foundation a right. humanitarian aid foundation and call it JMICF yes, or Jackie yes, Mize yes. International Children's Foundation. And so then I had cards printed that said, I'm the CEO of an NGO, a non-governmental organization. And I've, and so I could show up and say, here, I'm an NGO, I'm, I'm a CEO of an NGO and I've got money yes. and I came to help. So they've always let me in and never had a problem. That's right. And so then about maybe 15 years or so ago, one day I was just sitting at home and I thought, you know what? I think I'll just send a text to uh, just a double handful of pastors that are right. personal friends right. and partners, you know, that I've known a long time and see if they'll help me for a Christmas project for orphans. Yes. And yes. of course we help orphans all year long, but you know, I wanted to do something special <laughs> at Christmas time. So I just said, I just sent a text to a double right. handful of pastors and, and I said, pastors, I know everybody's busy at Christmas and I know people are stressed and they're trying to get stuff for their kids and their grandkids. Right. So don't put pressure on them, but just sometime here before Christmas, just ask everybody to give a dollar, just a dollar. And I said, then I'll gather those dollars together and we'll, we'll help some orphanages. I've got a couple in India and a couple in Romania I want to help. And if there's any left over, then I've got plenty more in, in other nations. And you know, it's such an overwhelming success, Renee. Thank God. That uh, yes. we were able to help those I intended to. Plus, yes. we were able to spread out to Jamaica Wonderful and to Haiti and, and then later to Mexico. And it just it just grew and grew and grew. So now yes, we've been has. doing this about 15 years to where now pastors are texting me saying, hey, are you going to do the Christmas <laughs> Orphan Project yes. this year? And it's it's really grown, and, and and God's blessed it. And so at Christmas time every year, we've been able to bless these these kiddos. Yeah. Make sure they have a Christmas tree. Make sure they have Christmas That's presents. It. Make sure they have a Christmas meal, and so on and so forth. And, and last year, we don't year, leave the staff out either. We, oh no, we the staff. We, we bless the to be staff. A blessing to the staff. As and well. last year, we did something like 40, uh, 40 orphanages in twenty six or eight nations. Yes. And it just seems to continue to grow. But anyway, if you want to help us, if you want to get involved in the Christmas orphan project, then uh, there's a QR code on the screen, or you can write us uh, at, with snail mail, or you can do go to the website, terrymize.com, and uh, just tell us you want to help uh, the orphan, right. the Christmas Orphan Project. And, and of course, we have our normal ministry, Terry Mize Ministries, right. that we're ministering to people and getting people saved and healed and miracles and all that. But then we also have JMICF, which is a separate entity. And one thing we're very pleased about in all these years, Renee, we've never used any that's money right. this is that's really come good. into JMICF. We've never used any money for administration. That's 
I've always covered all administrative costs out of Terry Mize Ministries, and so we take 100% of what's given to JMICF, Isn't and it actually wonderful? goes to where people send it to. So we're we're pleased with that. So if you'd like to help, we'd love for you to. There's a lot of people that just make this a big deal every year. They just can't already wait to do it, and it's that time. So we're we're getting ready to make a big push for our Christmas orphan project. Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation uh, has has been an arm of Terry Mize Ministries for all these years. And now, after 15 years of doing this, hundreds of thousands of dollars have come through Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation through Terry Mize Ministries. And we are so grateful for the opportunity to do that. That is absolutely phenomenal. And as you know, the season and, and time in which we live in, there are more orphans now than there ever has been. So we thank you for what you're doing and we appreciate it. And we believe God's blessing is on those that help the children. <laughs> and Jesus that's right. commands us, Old Testament That's and right. New Testament, Old to Testament, help widows and orphans. We're helping widows and orphans and all kinds of things around the world. God bless you. Thank you for partnering with us. You can give a tax-deductible donation now at terrymize.com. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. Hello everyone, God bless you and welcome today. We're so thankful that you are here with us, that you have taken the time, your life counts. You are so valuable to the kingdom of God, the work of God in this generation at this day and time in history. And Terry and I are here to just talk to you about your value, your partnership, your life, <laughs> everything that has to do with what God wants to do in the earth. It's you. <laughs> and we are just honored to be able to share this time with you. It means so much to us to be able to give what we feel like will help you, encourage you, strengthen, comfort, and even as Paul said, Terry, you know, it's an odd word. He said, provoke you to sure. more love and more good works. We want to provoke you. <laughs> and, he, and another way to that is, is uh, you know, encourage, stimulate, cheerlead for you to tell you that you're going to make it. You're not going to fail. You're going to win. You're going to overcome. You're going to be the champion in this day and time that we live in. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God, the people of God. What a glorious, glorious heritage you have in the kingdom of God. So we're here to talk to you about that today and uh, share with you some of these good things that we know from God's word that's going to make a difference in your life. Amen. We, we've we been Thank talking you, uh, just among ourselves yes. uh, lately about how much we 
appreciate our partners and how much how valuable partnership is. And, and you know, every year uh, at the end of the year and the first of the year, uh, I write in my partner letter. And then we we also do on the podcast or on the on the channel here. uh, I talk about the 12 checks that God gives us every every year. That's right. And in January of every year. God issues to us Christians a checkbook. That's right. And it has 12 checks in it. That's and right. they're labeled January, February, March, all the way through December. That's right. And uh, and then at the end of the year, we can go back and say, how did we spend those checks? How, how did I spend January? That's right. Was God pleased with what I did January? How did That's I spend right. February? How did I spend March? How, 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 how did heaven feel about how I handled April? And here we are in November, close to Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, we're, we, we have spent 10 twelfths, 10 and a half twelfths now of this year, of 2022. Right. And so we've got a month and a half left. We've got to the rest of November, which is the 11th check. And then we've got December, which is the 12th check. And then here we are in 2023, wow. and God gives us another checkbook and says, uh, you know, it's up to us to do better or keep it the same or, That's or, right. or, or do worse. You know, I remember my, you know, one of my missionary heroes, he's been in heaven a long, long time now, but was a pastor up in Toronto, Canada named right. Oswald J. Smith. And, uh, and, and I quote a lot from him and, and most people that do missions do quote from him. Uh, uh, so many one-liners and things that yes. he said over the years, oh, but, the but he also said this about, about giving to For missions business. and about whether you give the same as you did last year or you give less right. than you did last year, you give more than you did last year. And and I've preached that in a number of churches uh, around the nation, and several of them have got excited about it and actually taken it from me and, and duplicated it and even put it on their uh, oh. overhead screen every time they right. take an offering, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday right. night, whatever. Right. They'll show that because he, he basically said this. He said, if I, if I, give, if I give less to missions this year right. than I did last year, then I favor a reduction of missionary forces. In other words, I'm I'm casting a vote to bring missionaries home. Tell them, right. uh, don't go preach. Yeah. And he said, if I give uh, the uh, the same as I have given before, he said, then my songs hold the fort. And he said, I'm I'm saying I don't favor any advance in Christianity. Right. I don't favor any advance in missionary endeavors. I just say, hold That's the fort. Exactly Stay where right. you are. Don't gain any more land. Uh, exactly don't lose right. any land. Just hold where you are, <laughs> knowing full well that God never does that. The God's right. song has never been hold the fort. He, he wants his soldiers to go. He never wants them to hold That's up right. in the fort. Advance. And then he said, you know, if I give if I give more, than I have before. Right. He said, then I, then I favor a, a, an advanced movement for the cause of Christ and, right. and for missions. Taking new ground. And so, you know, it's the same way with us. We need to look at those checks and say, how, how have we spent it? How right. have we done better than last year? Have we done less than last year? You know, you and I just came out of a great missions conference yes. uh, in Eaton, Ohio, with our dear friend, Pastor Ken Harbaum and his beautiful wife, Angel. That's and right. uh, such that missions place. conference is such a wonderful time. We look forward to it every year, every year, every it's year. It's just glorious. And I told the missionaries that were there, I said, now oh, don't my. make God your source. Don't don't look to America as your source. Don't look to people as your source. Don't look to churches as your source. You That's know, right. Renee and I thank God for our partners. We love our partners. We pray yes, for them every day. But they're not our you. source. We don't look to I them. Just... We don't think, oh my God, if our partners don't give, we'll die. No. <laughs> God's still God's our source. God we appreciate our partners, but God's That's our right. source. That's and right. so I told those missionaries, I said, God's your source. You need to realize that God 
is your, right. your source. And I said, you know, uh, I said, I don't I don't look to meetings to get my money. And I said, this very meeting we're in right now, this missions conference, I said, every every year when I get an invitation to come to speak, I said, I never think, oh, goody, goody, I'm going to get lots of money. Cause I know it's going to cost me, uh, <laughs> even, even though Pastor Harbaugh gives a nice offering for preaching for him. Yeah. When we leave there, we have given to missions so much more than that offering. In fact, we just left that conference a few weeks ago. Yes. And uh, we gave Thank over, God. we committed and gave awesome. over $20,000. Oh, my uh, out of our ministry to various missionaries there and missions missions projects. So, uh, you know, we, we always want to be givers. We always want to be partners. We always want to be advanced in the kingdom. And so we were able to invest in airplanes and invest in uh, vehicles and invest in, uh, you know, we, we've dug some water wells and are committed to, buy, to dig water wells. And, and uh, one, uh, uh, one orphanage in Pakistan, the kids are drinking dirty water and we found out about it. And so we, we gave $2,800 to put a water filtration system there right. so they could drink clean water. So we're, we're right. always looking to give. Living to give is our thing. Right. And uh, living to give is, should be every Christian's thing. God so loved the world wow. that he gave. And so we need to, uh, to, to be excited about partnership and we need to be excited and very aware every year of these 12 checks and see how are we spending, uh, what we have? How, what are we doing with what we have? God always says, what is it you have? You know, Moses said, Oh my God, here's the Red Sea and we're all going to die. Here's Pharaoh's coming. And God said, What's in your hand? <laughs> well, my staff's in my hand. Well, hold it right, out. Right. And he held it out and God opened the Red Sea and they yeah. went over on dry ground and then they killed uh, Pharaoh and his army was killed in the Red Sea. So, uh, it's always, What's in your hand? What's in your hand? What have you got? And, uh, it's like the, it's like the widow, uh, uh, that, um, uh, you know, only thought she had enough meal and oil to make, uh, a That's cake right. for herself and a cake for her son. They were going to die. The Bible says That's there right. in uh, in First Kings seventeen that she uh, uh, there was a famine in the land and this this and people had left to go to other lands to get something to eat. And here this widow woman uh, wasn't going to leave. She just said, "I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get two sticks. It's all I need. I don't need a whole cord. I don't need a whole handful of firewood. I just need two sticks and I'm going to make a fire." Uh, and I'm going to make my son a cake. There's enough meal and oil to make my son a cake mm. and enough meal and oil to make me a cake. And she said, we're going to eat it and die. That was that was her future. That was her. Yeah. That was her. That's that's as far as she could see. I mean, once we eat this, we're going to die. We're going to die. Bye. And uh, when she went outside to get the two sticks, she ran into Elijah, the prophet. And he said, lady, would you get me a, a drink of water from the well? She said, well, certainly I wouldn't. So she gave him a drink. And then after she gave him a drink, he said, well, lady, would you bake me a cake? And she said, oh, sir, I can't do that. She said, I've only got enough oil and enough meal to make me a cake, my son a cake. And uh, I came out here to get two sticks of wood to make a fire. And uh, I'm going to go back and make a fire and cook those two cakes. And my, me and my boy are going to eat it. And then we're going to die. And he said something that the world would think is really mean. The news media would think is really mean. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox yeah. or whatever. Uh, he said, lady. Make me a cake first. Yeah. Make me a cake first. Can you imagine? Mean old prophet says, make me a cake first, a widow woman. Going to take her last food. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. He wasn't taking something from her. He was adding something to her. You always and, need but, somebody. But just a second. Then he made this statement. He said, make me a cake first and after. Right. See, now there's an after. You go read it there in First, in, in first Kings 17. He said, you make me a cake first and after. Now, a while ago, there wasn't going to be an after. A while ago, she and her son was going to die. That was, that was right. it. But now he says there's going to be an after. That's right. And lo and behold, she did it. 
And she God went in there and made him, him a cake yeah. and brought it to him. <laughs> and uh, then she she had enough oil yes, left to make her God. son a cake. And then there's enough oil she to make her a cake. Yeah. And the Bible says he just moved in with them. Now, the King James says that she moved in. Uh, he moved in with them for a season. But if you look in the margin, it says for a whole year. Right. Now, if he if he lived with her for a year and she made him a cake first in the morning and then her son a cake and herself a cake and then the prophet a cake first at lunch and her son a cake and herself a cake and then the prophet a cake first at dinner time. Right. And then her son a cake and her. That's nine cakes a day. <laughs> that's right. For 365 days. That's right. That's three thousand two hundred and eighty five cakes. And she thought she only had enough for two and they were going to die. But now God's given her life to her right. because she partnered with that prophet of God. Now, yes. go, ahead, go ahead. I want to finish that thought. Well, my my comment was probably going to be about twofold here is the fact that you need to be around people of faith uh, that Elijah was sent to that woman. Yeah. And God had a plan for her. There was something in her that that got God's attention. Absolutely. That he knew like the Virgin Mary, yes. she would respond mm -hmm. in obedience right. and faith. Well, the Lord said to Elijah, I have commanded I a widow commanded woman to sustain widow. you, to feed you. You know, I don't know what that looks like in the spirit, but I pray God has commanded me on things somewhere to do something, to help somebody, to partner with the man of God, the people of God, the woman of God, a pastor, an evangelist, that, that God has commanded me to bless yes. and you need to be around people that'll pull you up higher that'll ask more of you yes. not abuse you not disrespect you or dishonor you mm -hmm. uh, in, in any way take advantage, advantage of you right. you don't want we're not talking about that we're talking about it on the faith side mm -hmm. that you have somebody that'll come up to you and say give give into this ministry Bless us. Uh, help us get done what we need to get done. And uh, if you'll give to us, God will, you know, bless you. That's always the that's always that's the reciprocal. That's got to be from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I, I've seen that's, preachers use that in in an abusive and, and right. manipulative, conning way. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, if you'll give me money, you'll never. Uh, I know a preacher one time, he'd walk up to people and say, if you'll give me money for my airplane, you'll never have to buy another airplane ticket again. Well, he was just a crook. You know, and, uh, <laughs> and he, he was just, and a liar yeah. and he was just yeah. manipulating people. Right. Uh, and, and then I've seen others do sim similar things as that. And, and that's not what that's not what we're talking about. No, we're, we're talking, talking about Holy about Ghost yeah, directed, a, a Holy godly, Ghost ordered. A godly, sacred uh, interaction mm -hmm. between a man of faith and a child of God that'll be honest, open, and obedient to that. And she, her heart was so right mm -hmm. that she just said, okay, right. you know? She was willing to risk her life and her child's life to feed the man of God. And in, or, and, and in that she did that, there had to be on the inside of her, Terry, a sense of hospitality, sure. a sense of, of I'll, ha I'll take, it goes along with your living to give, you know, sermon of what's mine, uh, I'm willing to share with you, yes. you know, and give. There had to be a level of, I think what Jesus talked about in the fruit of the Spirit and things like that, uh, that, that, that fruit of goodness in there that that woman uh, had a heart to serve, had yes, a heart to give. Yes, yes. And so God, she, God could work with her. And that's the, that's the, one of the most marvelous things that I see there is being around people that have goodness and kindness, 
hospitality. They see things from a larger perspective. When you're around people that are opulent givers, they may not be wealthy in the sense of the world standard, but they always have in their heart to do something that's bountiful, sure. to do something that improves the lifestyle of other people. And when you're around people like that, God will provide for you. God, will, oh, God it broadens the playing field from which God can pick from to help you. And so you're not isolated over here and, you know, us four and no more. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are over here in a much broader, like a giant you know, football field. Uh, I, I'd rather have uh, opportunity for God to work from the goalpost to the goalpost to help me yes. than to just work for over here in my little mealy-minded little pinhead size of a life. Uh, out of eight billion people, God's looking for somebody to help Him, and my life stands out. It's got a beacon on it somewhere, oh, you know, that I'm able to do that. And so, when you look at that, God was able to partner with her. Mm -hmm. Send the man of God to her to partner with her. Mm -hmm. And when everybody else was experiencing famine and lack, she, like you said, she and her child ate three meals a day sure. with the prophet of God for a solid year. No, and that's supernatural multiplication. I mean, every yes. day. Every yes. day when that widow woman gave that prophet a cake <laughs> that is first so supernatural. for breakfast, for lunch, yeah. for dinner, then that caused <laughs> supernatural multiplication. Then she had enough for herself. She had enough for her son. Yeah. But you know, uh, you know, I've said so many times that the church uh, is so hooked into Hollywood right. that we want everything to be sensational or special effects. We want everything right. to be uh, yeah. spectacular. Spectacular. So, so when we and God's neither one of those. He's not no. spectacular. He's not sensational. He's he's miraculous. Miraculous. And what he wants us to be in our life is to be. Miraculous. Right. And so uh, when the church thinks about that testimony and many yes. others in the Bible, they, they want to sensationalize it and make right. it special effects. So in their head, they see that oil barrel and that meal barrel just just vibrating and shaking <laughs> and then, then then just exploding meal yeah. and oil all over right. her house. Right. Well, that didn't happen. No. Every day it had to be a faith thing. I just imagine her pouring that, pouring out and she'd go. Oh, yeah. What is this? Yeah, there's still What's, just a little bit left. And it's still, and then and then she'd come back at lunch. Because it was in faith. And she'd pour again. The act of her faith, like you're saying. Absolutely. Pouring yeah. and reaching into that, that wherever her, her grain was. Sure. And reaching in there and going, I'll and do it again. she'd have to give to the prophet I'll first do it every again. time. And yes, she'd Because the principle is always you give to God first. Old give, Roberts taught me that. Yeah. So you give to God first. Yeah. You realize God's your source, number one. Number That's two, it. you give first. Give to God and first. Number three, you expect a miracle from unexpected from sources. From unexpected or sources. Or said no farmer goes out to a field and yeah. says to the field, give me a harvest when he's never planted. Right. You always have right. to plant first. You always have to give first. That's now, so Renee, just think right. about this. If that had happened the way the church wishes it had, right. if it had just squirted meal and oil all over <laughs> her house, then the neighbors would have killed them for it. No, that's right. People were starving to death. That's if right. If they thought she had food over there, if they thought oh, she had the meal and oil over there, they'd have come over there and killed her and the son Isn't and the that prophet. The truth? Uh, she had to every day in faith. In faith. Expect a miracle. Well, and that's that's management. You see, they lived with her for a whole year. Right. Absolutely. So it was a supernatural manifestation, supernatural multiplication 
every day. I just, so I here just, we are in November, so we need to look back and see how, over that. how have we spent November? Has it been a supernatural thing? How right. did we spend uh, September? How did we spend October? How did we spend last June? How, did, we, did we do something to cause heaven to get involved? Right. Because see, right. Christians, Christians have uh, signs and we have wonders, and that's all the Christian thinks about. Right. It's supernatural that makes us right. different from the world. But there's something else that makes us different from the world. We give our money away. Yes, we do. Just like you and I just left that meeting where we gave $20,000 yes. away. Hilariously. You know, we committed $20,000 to missionaries. Proudly. Uh, and and, <laughs> and cheerful to do it. Hilarious to it. God's unwilling yeah. to do without a the, cheerful giver. The love, Hilarious the joy giver. of giving. And so, so every day when she, in faith, yes, in faith, in the face of yeah. lack, right. in the face of not enough, in the face of this can't be, right. she in faith had to make that profit a cake. Isn't that amazing? And then and just, there was enough for her son you know, and herself. I'm, for some reason today, while you're talking about all this, I'm just seeing them you know, in real life. You know, we have to bring it down to where we all sure. are every day to apply the Word of God. Sure. How does this fit into my generation? Exactly. How can I obey God and make this work for me? And, and I just see her setting the table. She makes absolutely. the cake, cooks it. Elijah gets the plate first. Yeah, of course. You know, she she pours the, the water. And it sounds mean you know, if you're looking from the world standpoint. Yeah. Can you imagine the news media reporting on that whole, even that he moved in with her for a year? Scandal in the right. church. Yeah. You know, preacher moves in with widow woman, <laughs> you know, but, but this yeah. was a supernatural thing. A godly thing, right. a Christian thing. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a worldly thing. Yeah. You know, and, and so it, God does things that the world doesn't understand. Yeah, and I just wonder, you know, how how she told other people about it, if she told other people about it, or if she or people say, well, who's that guy around yeah. your hanging around your house, yeah. or how are you feeding him and your and your child, right. you know, right. and her little boy, you know, saying, you know, are we going to eat again, mm -hmm. you know. Is he going to stay with us? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, all the things that sure. that parents would say and children would say in a family, and they got to be friends. They got to eat together. They got she got to, the benefit of his. Can you imagine? Can you imagine and to notice, have the notice, prophet of God at your table three times a day? And even notice this: she she didn't just give to his ministry. Oh my! She didn't give for some project he was doing, no, no. some church he was building. <laughs> she gave to his personal sustainability, his personal yeah. life. Yeah. She fed the man. Yes. You know, so you hence know, a cup you know. of cold water. You will not lose your reward. No, that's right. A cup of cold water to a prophet. And you know, you and I give to people, to ministries. We we give personal money. Right. And we yes. give ministry money. Ministry money. And I learned that from a lot of the black churches I preach in. You know, yeah. I, I have just been astounded over the years. God's always given me favor with everybody. And, and I preach in a lot of churches that are they're black churches. Right. And uh, I, I'm amazed that the black churches, as opposed to all the other churches, they'll give two ways. They'll right. give personally. Right. And they'll give ministry. Right. And, and most churches just give out of the church. Right. I remember, you know, uh, uh, Fred Price and Betty right. uh, in, in California, Crenshaw Christian Center, the Faith Dome. Fred went to heaven this last year. But uh, I, I, I remember when they first started supporting me, they would send me money from the church. From, mm. I'd get a check, a nice check every month from Crenshaw Christian Center. Right. But I'd also get a personal check. From Fred, Fred and Betty, and Betty yeah. you know, and then when Fred passed away, I still get a personal right. check from Betty. 
That is every, so faithful. Every, from Betty Price. She's such a woman of God. Every month every I get a month. check from that, from that who, now a widow woman. Right. <laughs> you know, but I've, I've seen that so much among the black churches that they'll give ministry money. Right. And then they'll give their own personal money. And yeah. so I started doing that, you know, years ago. Right. You, know, you and I right. give ministry money out of our ministry. Money. And then we give ministry, we give money out of JMICF, our, our foundation for, for right. humanitarian aid. Right. And then we give our personal money. Right. And and Hollywood doesn't do that. No. Washington doesn't do that. The, the Christians give their money away. That's a supernatural <laughs> act. And it's a witness to the world. We're, we're out of time. When you're talking about you've got those 12 checks, it requires reflection consideration. It takes time to think about what God wants you to do. And so we want to help you through that process and show you the great value in that for your life and for the kingdom of God as well. So everything is deliberate and done on purpose. And so, you know, once again, we're just here trying to help you understand more and more. You are more More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye bye, y'all. We'll see you next time.